Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good evening. It is Monday night, November 16th, just prior to Thanksgiving by a couple weeks here in the U.S. Uh, not quite two weeks. And... Uh, I know Canada's already had theirs, and uh, we're here tonight to talk once again, as we do every Monday night, about the only total asset protection program anywhere in the world, absolutely impenetrable, okay? Total asset privacy, impenetrable asset protection. Tonight, our talking points is um, the STS and uh, its impenetrability. You know, step-by-step to uh, impenetrable asset protection. Let me first say before we get going tonight that there is no statutory program out there that can give you total asset protection and impenetrable asset protection. Nothing statutory out there from any country that can do that. Okay? So we've got um, the step-by-step is that my friends, the first thing is to, to understand when I hear attorneys say, well, we've got trust laws here in, in this state or that state, or we've got trust laws here in this province or that province, um, it's because that's all they know is statutory law. And I'm not saying that in a demeaning manner. That's what they've been taught, okay, is statutory law almost, oh, I don't, I don't even know, but it's probably in the high 90 percentile that that uh, of attorneys that know any uh, that that never heard of the the pure contract trust, so immediately when somebody tells them about it, they think uh, they tell them it's a scam because they don't know anything about it. So that's the only thing they can do because they don't know about it, then it's got to be a scam. They don't know they're not they're not aware. And I'm talking U.S. and Canada and Panama. Yeah, those are the three countries that I basically know of. Uh, Germany also, but they they don't know that. Um, about private, the power of private contract law, because the the main starting point, and I'll give you, I'm going to give you a little history because of what tonight's talking points is, and many of you have heard these things over and over. Repetition is the key to learning. Doesn't hurt you to hear it again and again and again, okay? Because you'll you'll get a little more out of it every time. Because I don't say it the same way. But anyway, the. Uh, <coughs> The, the, um, this all really started back in 1827. The, uh, corporations at that time in the United States could not own real property. <clears throat> so as a result, the, um, the folks said, well, hey, let's put our property into a trust. Trusts have been around since feudal England, England time. They've, they've been around forever. They are very highly protective, okay? So they um, they said, let's put our real property, if, they, if we can't protect them in a corporation, uh, just kind of like the fact that in Canada you cannot protect, you cannot lien real property. It's 
going to be only on a PPSA lien. It's only personal property, okay? And we can switch that around too, which we do in Canada now. We're getting everything put together. But in 1827, they started in what became known as the Massachusetts Trust. Um, several years later, they got tired of the rules and regulations that they had to to uh, jump through hoops to start a corporation in the U.S., so they said, well, let's run our businesses through a trust as well. And there's a lot of businesses out there you, that are that are set up as pure contract trusts or contract trusts or constitutional trusts or common law trusts or specialized trusts or true trusts. Uh, judges have used all of these names when describing these entities. And um, they uh, they said, let's put our businesses into them as well. Now you've got the, the trusts are the mo- just about any attorney that's worth his his weight in in fees is uh, um, is aware and will tell you that trusts are the most powerful document out there. Now you'll come across statutory attorneys that will try to make a good case for their for their um, corporations or their series of LLCs or whatever it might be. Uh, U.S. or Canada, they try to make a, a case to support their what they do to try and generate a type of to- of asset protection. However, one of the differences in, is, and one of the key points is to know about the fact that in all statutory programs, there's got to be an owner to to any entity. And in all statutory programs, you had better be the owner. If they set you up in a trust, uh, the trustees in a statutory realm, the trustees are the owners of the property. That's why they're all revocable. There is an irrevocable trust that you may have heard of, but that doesn't mean that nobody can get anything. I can sue a, Anybody can sue an irrevocable trust and take everything that's in it. What an irrevocable trust means is simply that that once you've put the trust document together, you can't change it. You're stuck. And a lot of I would never ever in all my days of estate planning and financial planning I would never put anybody into a revo- irrevocable trust. It's, times are times change, things change, laws change, situations change all the time. And a guy, a fellow, one of our earlier clients that made me very aware of that was I was doing a seminar for a group of doctors in. Um, right next to Huntsville, Alabama, where home of one of the locations of NASA. And a doctor, um, an old old doctor, kind that still carried the old little black bag and came and did house calls, he said he had a, he had a 22-year-old son that had, had been in a shallow dive accident, broke his neck, and he was a quadriplegic now. And he said, what cost me $100 a month when it happened, now cost me about $600 a month. In this day and age, now that was about 20 years ago, this day and age, it it'll probably cost $1,000 a month. So why would anybody put anything into an irrevocable trust that you can't make changes to, okay? Keep control. The two things that you want to, want one thing you want to avoid is ownership. The thing that you want to, you want to, um, have is control of the trust. And in the Rockefeller file, um, the Rockefellers, in my opinion, are the richest, most powerful family in the world. In the Rockefeller file, a little book written by Gary Allen in 1976, on page uh, 
8, it, sta- it says quite clearly that the key to the system, that means the free enterprise system, the key to the, to the capitalistic free enterprise system, the best system in the world, bar none, is to give up ownership but retain control. This is the only way, my friends, but to do it properly, to where nobody can attack you and nobody can take a nickel. But the key to that is setting it up properly in, a, in, a, in a, an entity that, that is set up to handle every single situation. And um, this was first started back in uh, um, 1926 in Hecht versus Malley. Well, I take that back. It was started in 1827, and it just evolved and continued to grow, continued to get stronger and stronger. Until this day and age, every I is dotted and every T is crossed. So that, um, so that it now is, in my opinion, totally, totally, totally impenetrable. And in the opinion of every person that knows about it. And over the last number of years, I have talked to about 2,000 attorneys that said that our program was a scam when asked about it by their client or their friend or whoever. And... Um, Every one of the two thousand that I had become a, that I had known about, and but I can tell you this: every one, without exception, now that took the time to either talk to me, or or come to a seminar, every one, without exception, has said that man, these things are for real. You know, there's no doubt. So we've got we've got um, a lot of attorneys now that have our program, and. Um, but that's just that's just that was back then. Now we want to know what to, what what are the steps today to protect every nickel you've got and to and to make sure they remain protected regardless of what happens. Okay, so key the the key the first key point is to uh, in a pure contract trust. There's five components that are that are part of every true pure contract trust. A lot of things out there they call themselves a pure trust, my friends. But they're basically, all of them that I know of, uh, that I've come across, they're basically um, tax avoidance or tax evasion schemes. And let me reassure you right now, the one group, the one um, authority that you do not want to mess with is, are the tax authorities, the IRS and the CRA, because they will hang on forever. They've got unlimited funds to keep coming at you and coming at you and coming at you. They've got unlimited funds to do it. And we're going to talk about this a little more in the questions because there's a couple of people that sent me email questions regarding this. And I'm going to share with you what we've put together and with one of the best tax people in Canada. I'm not saying that he's the most reliable. I'm not saying that he's the, the, the best groomed. Um, but I will tell you that that um, I'm not telling you, I'm not saying that he's one of the people that can keep right on track when you're having a conversation with him. So you have to keep aware of, focused on what it is you want to know from him, because he is, in the opinion of a lot of people that I've come to know, one of the best tax men, if not the best. There's no better. Let me put it that way. There may be some that are just as good, but but Ed Gilmore knows taxes in Canada, like Bill Tully knows taxes in. Um, in the U.S., there's no better in the U.S. than Bill Tully. There may be there may be a few that are as good, and there's no better tax person in in Canada, in my humble opinion, than, than Ed Gilmore. And he's worked. We've worked hard. We work close with Ed to to get everything put together. So the first thing to do 
is, as the Rockefellers say, give up ownership and re- but retain control. So we've got an actual creator. Well, first of all, let me back up. This is not a trust. In Schumann-Heinz versus Folsom, I believe that was it, the case, the judge, but I do know what, what the judge ruled. The judge ruled that the, the, the pure contract trust is not a trust, but it's a private contract in trust form. So that blows away all of the statutory laws. Um, all of the statutory laws regarding trusts in the U.S. or Canada. In a, in a regular trust, U.S. or Canada, in a statutory trust, rather, you have the, the trustees are considered the owners of the property. And as the owner, the first thing I learned within my first 30 days of starting to research about the Pure Contract Trust back in 1995, the first thing I learned was that, that um, anything you own or I own, somebody can take from us. Okay, if we own it and they've got cause to come after us, they can take it from us. I don't care if it's a, a creditor. I don't care if it's an attorney with just a personal lawsuit against you or me or whoever. I don't care if it's a government authority. I don't care if it's a, uh, if it's a, a tax authority. Anything that you are the owner of, they can come after. If you've got a corporation, U.S. or Canada, and you're the stockholder in the U.S. or the shareholder in Canada, they can come after you. And uh, you are the owner. You're, if you're the stockholder or the shareholder, you're, that's the owner of, that, of, a, of a corporation. So the first thing to do, and the STS program consists of Trust One, secondly is a, an LLC or a Canadian corporation, and thirdly is Trust Two. Trust One simply takes ownership out of your name. You no longer own something. So if... If somebody has a, uh, a, a lawsuit again, if a credit, let's start with a creditor. If a creditor has a, charges against you because you, you've uh, ran up your credit cards and now you're unable to pay anymore, first of all, shame on you. But secondly, uh, no, I, I'm just joking a bit about that. I've done it myself, and there's reasons for it sometimes. Sometimes you have, have family, but somebody has a bad medical situation, and you have to use your credit cards and... and even at the time, you don't know how you're going to pay it back. But there's credit people. They, they can come after you. There's attorneys. They can come after you. All these different people. Because that, that credit card is in your name. Because you were driving the automobile that caused the accident. Because you, for whatever reason, caused the government authorities to come after you. Because you, for whatever reason, caused the, ta- caused the tax authorities to come after you. 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 You, all four instances, it's you they're coming after. So by what you've got to do with the STS program is to do exactly what the Rockefellers say to do in the Rockefeller file. Give up ownership, retain control. Okay, the key to the free enterprise system is to give up ownership but retain control. And how do you do that? You do it, you can't do it through any statutory entity. Impossible. I don't care what an attorney tells you. I don't care what a CPA might tell you who wants to earn a few bucks off you to get to get some uh, um, to get some money in the uh, to get in their pocket because they're gonna they want to set up a, a corporation or they want to set up a uh, um, trust for you in a in a statutory realm. Guys, they can't do it. The only way it's done is through a pure contract trust, and. 
I've been blessed to have been given the right people to talk to over the last 20 years. Our program is still evolving, as, as many of you know that have been on the calls before, because there's some new threats to all of us. Um, it's called bail-ins, and it's called, um, they're called um, confiscation of assets. The government's now in every major Western, uh, Western civilization country, U.S., Canada, Germany, England, France, uh, um, you name the country, and it's Spain, Italy, you know, they're all in there. And it's a terrible shame what happened in, in Paris the other day, and uh, just a, an absolutely shocking situation. But we, I've even mentioned it on this call a number of times when I would get fed up and people would have to tell me, Mike, stay on track. But guys, they're coming after the U.S. and Canada. They get to the U.S., they're going to be right next door, too, in Canada. If you you know, it's an easy, you get, we've got thousands of miles of border that they can come in, and we better start, well, somebody in an administration has to start taking this seriously. I think the citizens all know how serious it is, and that's all I'm going to say about that. You can say a group, say a prayer because there's 127 families um, that have lost loved ones in, in that, and and believe me, their stomachs are they're still um, they're tight as a rock right now. They they have nobody they can swing back at, and they've lost a dear person in their life. And um, and we all know everybody that's lost somebody, you know. My dad was back in February, and to this day, when I regret things I didn't do, I still get I get physically sick to my stomach when I think about it too long. And I'm not the only one in here. Uh, and Bridget Strootman, her mother passed away today at 1230. She sent me an email. And so if you get a chance, her name is Bridget Strootman. Just say a, a little prayer for her, for the comfort of, comfort of her and her family. Um, and we've had a number of other people, Dan in, in Green Bay, just lost his father not too long ago. So a lot of people in our group go, go through those things all the time. We do have a prayer um, um Prayer group, so don't hesitate to send us something. Okay, back to track. Uh, um, guys, we have, when, when you get everything protected contractually, and, and Canada is linked right to the United States with treaties and contracts and all different kinds of things, Lawrence Friesen out of Winnipeg has really, really made me aware of this. He, he's one of the sharpest guys in Canada when it comes to talking about the contractual relationship of the STS program in both the U.S. and, and Canada, and he, and he pulls up the things that link this the, the pure contract trust. It's not in a statutory realm. It links right to Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution, my friends. U.S. Constitution, in my opinion, and everybody that I know that's aware of different constitutions, I read the Canadian, both documents of the Canadian Constitution, um, Germany, England, the different people, Australia, um, the ones that I've talked to over the years that have known about constitutional effectiveness say there's nobody, no country out there that's got one equivalent to the U.S. Now, we've got a ton of things wrong, but that, the fact that we've got Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution that says no state, and this includes provinces, no state shall pass any law impairing the obligation of contract, Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution of the United States. So my pro the situation then is, whether you're in a, a state in the U.S. or a province or, or whatever they've got in Germany, England, Australia, wherever, guys, once you've set up a pure contract trust, and contracts are universal, every Western Hemisphere country has 
contracts and our laws are almost all identical, almost all identical. There may be a couple nuances here and there that, that make one just a touch different, but it's generally for something that's not of much value. But, but guys, um, I appreciate the, the prayers, Hildy. But anyway, that's what makes this program so unique and so powerful. Um, the fact that it's linked to a, a, a contract, a private contract between two people. Now, let's get to the basics of the STS program. First of all, we all own assets. Gosh, I wish I would have brought a glass of water in here. <laughs> we all, so just bear with me if my voice gets a little raspy. We all, have, uh, we all own property, uh, assets, personal property, real property, whatever, some to a greater, some to a lesser degree. doesn't matter. What you have is yours, and nobody should be able to take it away from you. And things are happen almost week, happening almost weekly now that allows governments and tax authorities to take away what you've got. Okay, so so we've got to we have to find a way, and and it was by God's grace and leaders and and, and compassion for for little old me that He sent me to a seminar back in 1995, which first introduced me. To what we have now, what a lot of us on this call already have in our uh, have created, okay, and that is the contract trust. I began my research the night I got home from that seminar in Tampa, and uh, I've been researching basically just about every night, either not so much researching anymore, but now using more of what more using what we've got to help people out of out of situations, uh, mainly tax situations, but some are, are regular. Um, court cases, you know, but mainly tax situations, and we've got Ed Gilmore on base to to help with that. Um, so anyway, the uh, you've got to when the, there's got to be in a contract, there's got to be two parties, two or more parties. There's got to be an offer by one party and, ex and an acceptance by the other parties. There's got to be consideration that passes between the properties. Now, consideration is just something of value that, that one party gives to another for an, on the basis of the contract. Um, doesn't have to have any be, have anything doing with the contract. Um, um, one person might receive land, the other person receives gold or silver or Federal Reserve notes or Canadian dollars, whatever it is. But And, and, and the courts or nobody can set a value in this. Just so the property exchanges for fair market value and the pure con the, the super wealthy are so... They've hired the best attorneys in the world over decades, the last 10, 12 decades, to um, to get this all put together properly, more than that, probably 20 decades. Uh, but anyway, they've done it, okay? They've done it. So so um, if one person, and our creator, quite simply, on the STS program, puts out a blanket statement, that if you'll give me your assets, I in turn will give you trust certificates. Now, these trust certificates, I'm not going to get into them on this call, but they're probably the most powerful um, part of the STS program. The trust, and, and what makes them that way also is that there's, a, there's court cases out there that says the tr that the trust certificates have no, um, have no um, what's the word, it begins with an A, no, no value. Let me put it that way. They, because of the way the trust certificates are created, they have no value until a value is put on them, okay, whether you sell something, uh, you sell them, or you, you trade for something, um, no, oh, don't 
Darn it. Anyway, they have no value. And this is, per, this is what makes them so powerful, guys. You own no assets. The only personal property you really have now are the trust certificates, and, and the Supreme Court, U.S. Supreme Court, has ruled. And now understand, U.S. Supreme Court rulings in a pure contract trust doesn't matter if you're living in Canada, if you're living in Germany, Australia, England. doesn't matter. You have the same protection now, okay? So, um, um, I can't think of that word. It's going to bug me now. So anyway, the, uh, um, they can't take it from you because there's no value on those certificates. I don't care if a judge puts a ruling against you for, for um, 5000 or for $5 million. No, validity is not the uh, not the word I'm looking for. No ascertainable value, okay? Until such time, ascertainable is the word. I knew it began with an A. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, and it says that right in the court case, okay? Uh, tremendous amount of court cases out there. There's a lot of banks. Uh, um, Southern Southern Mercantile Trust Bank. You know, they're, they're, you see the word trust in there, and you can almost bet. If it's a big company, it's a contract trust. It is not a statutory trust. Statutory trust can be chewed up and spit out by the courts, okay? So even the big business. There was a time back in the 20s and 30s and 40s that, that most businesses were using um, contract trust. So anyway, you get you, our creator says to you in the application, if you will give me your your assets, I in turn will give you trust certificates with no ascertainable value. How powerful is that? And um, so you you make the agreement simply the instant you fill out the application and email or fax it to us, the moment you do that, all of your assets, the, the instant we receive an application via email or fax, both of them at the top of the, at the top have, um, um, they have the date and the time. As of that date and time, you own nothing. Okay, I can see I'm going to have to hurry up a little bit here if I'm going to get to any of the questions. So anyway, um, guys, if somebody, if something happened to you and somebody sued you the next day, you can legally, lawfully, and lawfully state that you own nothing. And with the closest we've had so far was a fellow um, wasn't going to set up his program the night of the seminar, and his wife just punched him. So are you nuts? We've got these businesses they own, and among the businesses they own, this was down in Ohio, south southwestern Ohio. The the the, the amount of the businesses, the, the one of the businesses was a a mobile home park that they would they rented some mobile homes out. They they sold some and this and that. And when they were in the process of selling, or they had just sold on contract, two weeks to the day from from the day of the seminar. One of the uh, mobile homes burned up at night, and four children were killed. Now he kept an umbrella policy with some with some things, and which I would too. It wasn't his fault. The people that were buying it on contract were doing some things, but the attorneys were going to try and come after him um, until they found out that he owned nothing. Okay, nothing they're going to get. He has no assets, and all they're going to get is the the. the probably the maximum on his liability insurance policy. and uh, But he never lost a single asset, to my knowledge. Okay, And I'm sure I would have heard of it if he did. So anyway, guys, you transfer all of your assets to a pure contract trust, or one of any of the names, and that's what, our, that's what our, we call ours. And same thing no matter what the name is, as long as it's got all five components. And there's nothing out there. I've got three private attorneys, 
that they all they deal with is pure trust with their clients. And, and, and the one I know the best, he's got a couple of the prominent Rockefeller families and blah, blah, blah. As a matter of fact, he tweaked my documents. I didn't even know he did that. I knew he was an attorney, and we've been friends a long time, but I never really got into what branch of law he practiced or what field of law, whatever they want to call it. And uh, he was amazed that I had found all five components. He had never seen anybody that had done that before. He said, I knew you were good at research, but I didn't know you were that good. Every one of them that we've seen and they've seen out there, they look at all the things out there, just see what's flying around. Every one of them is one of the most, the most components they've seen is three. So that gives somebody two avenues, including the IRS and the CRA, two avenues left to come after you. Okay, And um, there's a lot of things out there. There's a, um, a corporate soul. I checked into that and researched it very thoroughly. And at first I thought, man, this thing is going to be great. Until I found out that they couldn't prove, they couldn't back up what they did. Now, this is just my opinion. There's some people that have them and they're very happy with them. And if that's the case, fine. Uh, but I also know a lot of people personally that went to jail with corpse souls. Okay, so and I'm not going to I'm not going to pick on corpse souls tonight or anything like that. But I'm just making you aware that there's things out there. So now you've transferred all of your assets to this trust. You own nothing legally, lawfully, contractually, and irrevocably. You own nothing. Okay, so so nobody can come after anything you've got from the moment you start your program. And guys, anybody that holds back this day and age that ha that really can start a program, and um, knowing what's going on in the world, knowing that the governments are all bankrupt, every Western civilization country, the governments are bankrupt. That's a fact. It's not a it's not a a possibility or anything like that. That's a fact. And so they're going to do everything they can to get money to continue to exist. Every government in the world has grown, and, uh, you know, they're, they're just huge gluttons right now. You know, that's basically all they are. And um, um, so anyway, uh, moving on from there, everything, you own nothing anymore. And all of these things that are coming out, all of these ways that the governments can take money from you, they can take money from you, you as the citizen. As long as you, things are owned in your name as a citizen, the government has total control over you. Okay? You may not like that. You may say, well, the Constitution said, well, you're right. But the Constitution also gives you an out. It gives you an out to, to take your assets out of your name as a citizen through the, through the Constitution of the United States. I don't care what... We've got clients in Germany and England. Don't care what country you're in. Once you set this program, it's a private contract. It's nothing statutory. If it's statutory, then it's individual to that particular country, okay? That's where the statutory comes in. Statutory means it's the legislation, legislators of that particular state, of that particular province, of that particular country that, that uh, has, has made, have created to help their their province or their state or their country, okay? Um, that's what statutory is, laws that are made by the legislators of that governmental um, entity, state, province, government, whatever it might be, um, county, city, all statutory laws created by the legislators and the, uh, the boards of those particular cities. So, guys, the key is to get out from under statutory control. They can go into, and we've got a number of clients who it's already happened to. They've had through bail-ins, 
Um, they went to their bank, and all of a sudden they realized they're, they're about $12,000 short in their bank account, or they're $1,500 short in their bank account. And it's because of bail-ins. They, found they, they do not have to give you a reason they're going to take the money out. They don't have to tell you they're going to do it. Now, this they can do it only for one reason, because that person, that bank account, is in that individual's name. It's, they're a citizen. They can take money from citizens. They can take money from your life insurance policy, um, the cash values of your life insurance, because you're the owner of that life insurance. We have all of our clients transfer ownership to the trust. See, they have no control over a trust. Even if you create a corporation and you set it up the way you're always told to because the, the, they don't know any better, they set it up with you as the, as, the, as the stockholder in the U.S., as the shareholder in Canada. They set it up that way. You're the owner. They can take everything in that corporation if they want to. They can confiscate every piece of equipment you've got. They can confiscate every, every um, uh, what am I thinking of here, um, where people owe you money for, you know, they make time payment. They can, they can get that. If you have rental property, they can make, come in and make the people pay the rent to them if they get a judgment against you. And, guys, this is becoming more and more frequent all over the country. If you want to just poo-poo it off and, and no big deal and it's not going to happen to me, you're very naive. It's going to happen to all of us sooner or later. They're going to try to get it. And you don't know when they're even looking at you. They've got... Uh, the, I know the IRS with this um, dinar thing, they know, or any currency, but I'm just going to use dinar as an angle. Um, uh, they can, they can uh, um, come after, I, I made a mistake of looking at my computer and I saw these questions and it threw me off track. We'll get to them in just a minute, guys. Um, anyway, they will, um, they can come after anything that you own. That's why you transfer everything irrevocably and contractually to the trust, you no longer have any ownership in it, zero, not a, um, I don't know all the other words, but they can't get a thing from the trust or the LLC of which the trust is the member, the trust is the shareholder, the trust is the stockholder. Trust owns them, owns the corporations and the LLCs, okay? So I'm just about done here now, and then I'll start answering the computer questions, but guys, I hope you learned something from this tonight. You cannot let your parents, they worked a lifetime to get what they've got. Might be a little, might be a lot, but it's theirs. And again, nobody should be able to take it. They should be able to set it up and say, here, here's what I want to go here. Here's what I want to go there. And right now, if they don't have this program, they're not in that position because anybody can, can uh, if, you're, if you've got a, um, a will, that's a direct ticket to probate. With this program, there and probate only starts when somebody dies. Well, the trust never dies. There is never probate with this trust. So you don't have. To, so we've eliminated that, and, and we've helped them to where they don't have to worry about somebody coming in and getting kicking them out of their house because they lost a they lost a, uh, a lawsuit. Okay, maybe a car accident or something. My dad had several, you know, in his older years, and he was a great driver all the younger years, you know. And uh, but we. We lose our, we lose a little bit of our eyesight. We lose a little bit or a lot of our, our hearing or our reaction time, um, different things like that. So, you know, this day and age, it is, it is almost, it's critical that you have to be protected, my guys. There's, too, uh, my friends, there's too many places that they can come after us, and that's all they, they have to come after somebody because they, 
and they will go after people that they find out are not protected, okay? And uh, that's all about all I have to say about that. But that's the system. You give up ownership, retain control, everything's put in a trust. Your life doesn't change a bit. You get a, you get a bank account for the trust that pretty much just sits there, and you'll also get a bank account for either the LLC or, or Canadian Corporation, and that's what you basically live your life through. And uh, we don't do taxes, but but because you've got a corporation or a uh, an LLC now, there are certain tax benefits available. And your 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 tax professional, some are more some are more liberal, some are more conservative. They're the ones that will will let you know what you can and can't take as as um, um, having your assets, the assets owned by the trust, i.e. the corporation or LLC, okay? Those are the guys that will work. We don't do taxes. We just put you in a position to where you may have or may not have, depending on your tax professional, uh, certain certain um, tax benefits, okay? So anyway, that's, the, that's what that is all about. If you have any questions about what I just shared with you, go back and listen to the call again. It is recorded. and uh, Or uh, send me an email. Doesn't do that much good, my friends, to 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 send me at their call me and leave a voicemail, because I'm I'm really almost too busy for that. But I can if I'm in a meeting somewhere and they're talking about something else, I can look at my emails and and I can um, type a response for you so that so that you've got some help. Okay, so the best thing to do is to send me an email, not a text, not a. Uh, um, not a, uh, if, you're, hey, if you're on your phone and you're somewhere, and that's, we've got the communication available, send me a text if you have to. The best way to do it is through an email, though. And, um, and the, last, the worst thing to do is, uh, is a phone call because I just can't answer them that often, okay? So they're there, though. I will eventually get to it, but don't get upset if it's, if it's uh, three, four days, okay? Um, because believe me, we are, and we're bringing on some more people to to send off the letters for you if you have a situation with the IRS or you have a situation with the uh, CRA or any of the other tax authorities that are out there. And But guys, Ed Gilmore's on board. He's, he's in a position now to really help you. And um, um, I will have his form. I'm making some changes to it and benefit our, for our company too. But he's got a form. And for 500, you know, you might go into a doctor and say, Doc, I got this terrible pain in my lower left abdomen, abdomen. And, um, and the doctor, he's not going to tell you what's the matter with you. So he doesn't have a clue. It could be a tumor. It could be gas. It could be um, a curse from your in-law or something. You know, who knows what it would be? Um, so they're gonna, he's going to order a series of tests. He's going to order MRI. He's going to order a, um, um, whatever he's going to order. I don't even, I can't even think of all of them now, but there's a lot of tests, and it's all because of the attorneys. That, well, not really the attorneys, but there's a lot of, um, the doctors nowadays, they have to give you every test, otherwise you'll use it against them. Somebody could use it against them if they miss a test, and uh, we, know, we all know that story. So anyway, guys, if you don't have your program, if your mom and dad don't have the program, take the time to start. It'll, it'll save you, and Nate, who's on this call every week, God bless him, um, Nate will, Nate's has told before his story on here, and I'll get him sometime in the near future again about the difference between probate and non-probate with the, uh, and he's went through both with the STS program. It's a piece of cake. Uh, without it, you're, you're dealing with attorneys for months, okay, to get everything cleared, and, and then somebody can come right along. Any, any, any case that goes to probate, somebody can contest it that doesn't even have a, an issue. I can go in, and if any 
I could go in and contest anybody's will. Okay, and then I'll ask them, hey, you give me $1,000 and I'll take this off. All right, if, you, if it's a bigger estate, you give me 25000 and I'll take, I'll remove this. I'll remove myself because they've got 18 months to tell why they did it. Okay, and a couple other things that the program prote protects that we haven't got into um, is your wages, your income sources, whether you're working still, then it'll be your wages. Otherwise, it would be your Social Security or your RSP or PP, uh, CCP. I, I don't know if I've got the right initials yet. I'm getting better, though. At least I remember their R's and C's. And uh, in Canada, it's the same thing. Um, they can get, they can take up to 100%. They can garnish up to 100% in Canada, okay, up to 50% in the U.S. Um, we show you how to eliminate that. But Ed, Ed Gilmore, he's got a – we've got just – Email me, and I know several, a number of you have already, and we will, I will get that form out to you right away. Haven't forgotten you, haven't missed it. And, uh, but it's simply for five, you know, as I said, a doctor doesn't know what it is until he does these tests. Same thing with Ed Gilmore. As he told me, he says, Mike, I asked people, okay, what's the issue CRA's got with you? And he says, then they, they, they come on as a client. I go in, I give, they give me permission to go to the CRA. Um, and find out, and Bill does the same thing with the IRS, but the, with the CRA, and um, and I find out it's it's not even close to what they think it is, or in some cases it is close, but it's still not it. But he finds out exactly what it is, and and he lets you know if you're if you if when you from the time you get your first assessment, you've got 90 days in Canada to to uh, reply. Okay, you've got so long in, in the U.S. too, but Bill can do some things. You can't after 90 days. You can't get rid of a garnishment. Um, and and again, the last thing you want to do is have that have that um, have the IRS or the CRA on your back. Get rid of them. I don't care what you got to do. Even to the point of if you're beyond the go, beyond the a certain point, then then your best uh, your best option is just bankrupt. Now, if you all of your assets are owned by a Canadian corporation or a US LLC and and the trust one. Guys, you're gonna you're gonna bankrupt and you're not gonna lose a thing, but you've got to get it done. You've got to get that three to six months in there. That's like insulating factors. You cannot start the STS and go bankrupt next week. They will call it fraudulent conveyance, U.S. or Canada, and you won't get it. They'll they'll take everything you've got. But but what you you've got to do is get that three to six months under your belt. And and now that that corporation or that LLC owns those assets, every day is more and more solid. Okay. Even with some of these tax things that, that was re were recently found guilty, and, and there are a lot of people that are on there um, that found guilty, um, it's going to be a couple of years because I heard that there's a, there's a, an appeal, not an appeal, but a uh, class action lawsuit about to be going to be filed possibly, and that takes a couple of years. So in a couple of years, your assets have been you haven't owned anything for a couple of years, and you can legitimately fight that then, okay? But if, if, if they're after you now and it's been well beyond the 90-day mark, my friends, he will give you the suggestions of what to do. You, you don't want to go through the stress of life day after day after day for year after year after year. with what, Get them off your back, whatever you've got to do. And a lot of times that does not mean going to an attorney that's going to charge you $10,000, $15,000, dollars $25,000 we're going to do it for you. Well, what they'll do is negotiate and get it down a little bit, but you're still going to have to pay a certain amount. Um, and uh, wouldn't it be much better to pay forty-three fifty now? Uh, I heard Cruz say on the debate last week. It might not mean that much to the Canadians, but I enjoy these 
these debates. We need somebody strong back in the U.S. again here. And um, um, you know who I'm for. I've said it before. And there's about four of them. Um, but anyway, um, Cruz said an interesting thing. He was arguing back and forth with Rand Paul about defense, spending money on defense. And he finally told Rand Paul, he says, it's better to spend some money now to build up the defense rather than being forced to spend it if we get taken over. And I'm paraphrasing, um, but that's basically what he said. He said, you'll hate it a lot more if, if they do come into the country and start shooting up the malls and theaters. And we've already got people that do that, wackos in this country that do that. But anyway, you know what I mean. So now let's get to the questions before it gets too much later. Okay, I'm going to go up to the top here on the, uh, on the questions. And um, let me start right back here. Uh, from guest 10, Mike, desperately trying to avoid ownership of the RV, so I need some updated 2015 notarized documents for my living will. Uh, since Hampton, you, you don't mean living will, you mean living trust, I believe, guest 10. Uh, since Hampton Miles is on the, um, let me get down here. Well, for crying out loud, what am I doing? Oh, here's what I want. Okay, um, guest 10. SS4 form with the EIN number, so also Schedule B5 documents for the RV. Okay, do me a favor, guest 10, whoever you are that wrote all this, um, send me an email. I'm not going to try and even remember these things anymore. Send me an email that's, that, with your name and stuff so I can go in and have somebody look at your file and we'll see what needs updating, okay? Send me that email and we'll get to it just as quick as we can. Remember, we've, I put everything in, in order. And there's people waiting in front of you, but we'll get it to it real quick here, okay? Ascertainable value. <laughs> Thank you. You're always my out. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see you had that right in front of me there. Okay. Thank you. See, Hildy, guys, whenever I have a question that I don't, um, don't know the answer to, which is quite often, or I, I forget a word, you know, I'm getting older, my memory. No, I, I try to keep everything memory up intact. And... Uh, all of a sudden, bing, she pops up on the screen, and she's got the answer for me. So my question to you today, Hildy, is when is the RV? Okay? Oh, I know, next Monday. I've heard that for six years. Uh, let's see. Mike, I sent you an email on this concern stating me as the appointed trustee for all administrative and banking responsibilities, not Hampton Miles. Not going to get that, my friend, in a contract. And I will put an answer together for you tomorrow, but let me give you the answer right now. Um, if you're... You're the trustee, yeah, and it's all right in your documents. I'll tell you which one. Who is it? I'd like to know um, who is it that is asking for this question. You've got a private contract that you have no ownership in anymore, my friend. You don't want to give in to these clowns that want to throw you right back into the into a statutory environment, okay? Uh, because there they can chew you up and spit you out. That's the power of the private contract and the power of a creator other than yourself. Okay, that's why Hampton Miles is in there. Uh, it's done to protect you, that's all. Uh, and so anyway, send me an email, guest 10, and um, uh, you send it to me before. I don't know what your email address is here, and you don't have to put it on the thing tonight there, but just send me your email. Say, Mike, this is, I was concerned about Hampton Miles, and I'll know who you were. Okay, and, and I'll get you the paperwork. I'll, I'll tell you which paper, which paperwork to use, okay? So don't worry about that. We'll, I'll help you with that. Let's see. Okay, isn't a bar-licensed attorney obligated to use statutory law? You are probably pretty much correct right in there. 
But this, uh, the nice thing is about 50% of the, um, as a matter of fact, you are right, about 50% of the attorneys, at least in the U.S., are not bar attorneys. They have not joined the bar. They did not want to be limited by that. And also there's, there's uh, some of those include constitutional attorneys. So um, uh, we've got, we've got um, you're, you're right on that, though. They have to. They, they work for the, uh, matter of fact, I got into it with an attorney once, and I embarrassed him in front of a whole lot of other attorneys when I said, hey, since you uh, think you're so smart, he was a new kid out of college, just passed the bar exam. I said, what's, B, what's, what's BAR an acronym for? And he, the smile left his face immediately. His lips, his, his mouth just did a downturn. And I said, it happens to be British Accreditation Registry when Cornwallis surrendered to to Washington, uh, he, he he surrendered his troops. He didn't surrender all of the banking power, et cetera, et cetera, and the legal power of England. Uh, most of the attorneys in the U.S., the ones that at least go to the bar, uh, join the bar, they are actually in, indebted to the British, um, whatever it is, bar, whatever. So anyway, that was just, that's the story, and you're right, they are. You go to a statutory attorney, my friend, they're working for the government, not you. And, and it's been that way all the time. I'm not saying that in a demeaning manner either. My partner was a, a bar attorney. He was an attorney 40 years, judge 20 years, and he was one of the best men I ever knew. But he was back in the days before greed became the, the key word for the legal profession. Okay, What's going on in the world? Uh, WWWI24 News. I'm not sure what that is. Send that to me in an email, please, Oracle22, and I'd like to take a look at it. See if it's worth my time to read it. Uh, Oracle Twin, terrible that we are protected in fiction, but not in reality. Um, sorry that you've got such a, a wrong um, observation of what the Constitution and everything is. Um, I studied, I studied, uh, I researched rather um, straw man and all that for four years solid. And uh, when I was doing the same thing with the Pure Contract Trust, what we do is based on everyday living what people go through on an everyday basis, and it protects everything we haven't lost a nickel yet. Okay? So until you get your facts straight, Oracle 22, don't get into this philosophy and ideology stuff because I'll, I'll beat you bad. Okay? Uh, is it true that taxes are only owed when money taken out of a trust? Um, no, if it's, un, if it's, if it's, um, if it's after-tax dollars that go into the trust, if the, every year, if the trust has a tax obligation, it has to pay it. And let me tell all of you that, that we will, if you go to their website for um, Green Bay, um, and the only reason I, I, I got on you a little bit, Oracle 22, is because there's people that have, uh, have learned a little about certain things, enough to wet their whistle, but then they stop and, and they get themselves in a lot of trouble. And I don't want that to happen with any of our, any of our clients. If, if there's a tax obligation because there's a profit made or a capital gain, it will be made generally through the Canadian Corporation or the U.S. LLC, of which the trust is the member or the shareholder. So any profits will go to the trust, and, and they'll have to pay taxes on them. You know. and, but the nice thing is with the trust and the corporation or the LLC is that you'll have some, you should, you know, up to your, again, up to your tax professional, but you should have some, um, um, you will have some tax advantages that you don't have if you're, if you're not a, uh, if, you, if you've got uh, nothing, nothing going for you. For example, if the trust owns your house, then when you put on a new roof for 25000 
the uh, it's a tax deductible roof because you don't own that house. The trust, which is a business, or the uh, not the trust so much as the corporation or the LLC own that house, and they're a business, and that's part of what they do. They they're, they're um, property management, and they manage the property that you transferred into the trust. Okay, so there will be certain certain tax benefits. And don't we don't even go in, we don't even tell these accountants. Don't don't go into the gray areas. Even stay black and white. Do it do it so that everything is 100% legal. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, okay, guest eight. No, that's not true. Yeah, if there is a tax, it's like any other business. If there is a tax, it's a business trust. It's set up as a business trust, and uh, it depends on its income. You are right, guest eight. You win that new Mercedes. Oh, sorry, it doesn't start yet. That starts next week. So. Um, income as opposed to, um, well, if, if you've got dollars, if, if, uh, if you're earning dollars through the trust, it's got to be some source of income, whether it's, a, um, whether it's a pension, whether it's a Social Security, whether it's a job that you work at. Um, it's, always, it's always dollars. Um, so it, income pretty much is, now you can have capital gains. That's a different type. Uh, it's, it's income in a sense, but it's a different type of tax, blah, blah, blah. Okay? So, yeah, it's got, it's got certain tax benefits. Uh, um, are you in um, Oinklasam? No, Are you in the U.S. or Canada? Let's see. Funds that were placed in the trust after taxes. Um, you're right. And if the trust earns, earns income, through one of the corporations or LLCs, then it will have to pay taxes. If it's just like if your business earns money and you're the member or the shareholder of the corporation, then then, the, then you have to pay the taxes. In this case, the trust has to pay. The difference is the trust protects your protects your income. Okay, you're not a the trust is not a citizen. That's what this program is about. It is not about taxes. It is about 100% about asset protection. And, and your income, any source of income you've got, is personal property. It's deemed as intangible uh, personal property, okay? Or no, no, it's not intangible. It's just termed as, I was looking at equity. It's, uh, it's termed as personal property. So you have the right to protect it, okay? According to the Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. Let's see, 26 U.S.C., Section 83, defines income as gain. Yeah, okay, that's good. And it is. If, you, if you've got a gain... Then, uh, then you're going to pay taxes on it. Uh, sometimes you have to go above a certain amount, whatever. But, but the thing is, guys, this here in 1970 for for Oinklesam, um, it uh, Spiro Agnew. Many of you heard this story over and over. Spiro Agnew had to resign as, as vice president in the Nixon administration, and um, uh, they brought in Nelson Rockefeller. Asked him how much the Senate, when questioning him, and, and um, vetting him, they, they asked him, uh, how much money do you make? I was in the tens of millions, 70 million, 80 million, I don't know. But they asked him then, how much taxes did you pay? And he said none. So this, this program can take your tax obligation to zero. Don't you ever do it with our program. Um, you're a fool unless you're, your last name is a prominent Rockefeller or a prominent Kennedy or a prominent um, Carnegie, Okay. You pay your taxes. Take whatever legal tax benefits you've got, according to the to the LLC or the corporation and the trust all put together. But um, for the most part, um, and it'll reduce your taxes to an extent. That's why people set them up. That's why they have uh, 
legal zoom. That's why just about every attorney or, or CPA can help set up corporations and, and LLCs and things because they do have tax benefits, and that's that's why they're there. Okay, that's it for right there. So I am going to flip over here and um, and start and read some of our questions from the uh, um, uh, emails that I received. Michael, when you got when I got the original program in 2011, Hampton Miles created a trust and appointed me trustee. You're right, appointed trustee. I then got the amended version, which made me contractor instead of investor. You did not get the the uh, yeah the we had to, we switched from 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 investor to contractor at the advice of our attorney, because he said, Mike, if you call them investors and and somebody with the SEC happens to notice that. They, that's a key word for them. They will come and shut you down until they find out what the investor is and if it is it does involve stocks and bonds and things like that. So we created, we, we, again, as I told you before, we all, we're still evolving. If something, if we have to change something to make our program more powerful or more private, we'll do it, more protective. So that's why it became known as the, as the um, no, you're not, doesn't show you as creator. I just noticed that. You're not the creator. Hampton Miles is the creator. We've got two other creators. You are the contractor. See, people read things or they hear things, they rethink, read things that they think they read or they hear things on the recorded calls that they think they heard, and then when we go back and look, it, it's, a little, it's a little thing like that. You're not the creator. You are the um, contractor. Now, if you're talking about the biz, the living trust, the living trust was it, it's a valid trust, but it was created only for bankers. Who I'm not going to badmouth anybody tonight. I'm going to be like Donald Trump. I'm going to be much nicer. But bankers, they they don't know asset protection, my friend. But a lot of times they think they're much smarter than they really are. And uh, we had to create this living trust because of this FATCA thing, this fa especially in Canada. That's what really did it. Um, FATCA says that you have to report any U.S. income, blah, blah, blah. So that's why we really reorganized our whole program for Canada. Uh, the Canadians, we still maintain the same U.S. program. But because of FATCA, um, we, and we're still in the process of doing it, so don't get upset when, you know, now you've got where you used to have an LLC, all new Canadian programs that go out receive a Canadian corporation, no LLC, no links back to the U.S. It's a Canadian domiciled uh, entity because that way there can be no tax situation between the U.S. and Canada and that fat, that's a ridiculous FATCA law. But guys, this is what they're doing. They're trying to do anything they can to take as much money as they can from the citizens, of which if you've got your money in a regular account like that, you're a citizen, your money is subject to loss, okay? You need the SDS program. They can't take it from a trust or from an LLC, okay? Uh, let's see. Uh, the creator appointed, creator and appointed trustee. Yeah, this is strictly on, we, we had to do that because one bank in Canada then says, well, uh, when we had, when we still had, we said the creator and then you were the trustee. Well, who's the, who's the creator? Who, we want to know who this is. And uh, we we were told it was Hampton Miles, and we need to know every his address, his birthday, his. Where, no, we don't. No, you don't. I'm not going to have my creator give up that to any stupid bank uh, official. Um, we need his social security number. Blah blah blah. No, you don't. So we we train, change it again. Now you are in actuality the creator. The creator is somebody that starts something. 
That's the person. That's what a creator is. He starts something. He creates something. Well, you did that when you turned in your application. So, in the most legal sense of the word, you can be known as the creator. We don't have to explain that to any bank person. They see that. They think you're the creator. You're the and you are the official appointed trustee. So that's no big deal. Uh, the trust shall be, my name is inserted here. So that's why we've got the creator in there, just to, it's only used for bankers. That's the only purpose of the living trust, so that you can open your accounts in Canada with no problem. The whole purpose of a bank account is so that you've got some place to, to put your money that nobody can get at it, okay? So just accept that. That's what it is, and we're going to make changes from time to time. And if you come on the Monday calls, which you obviously do, um, I hope you do. I tell everybody, we've got people that have been on them for five, six, seven years now, almost since the time we started, guys. You're gonna, if, you, if you don't want to take a college class at, at 8 o'clock every Monday night, then don't do it. Go back and listen to the thing. But, don't, don't, um, but if you have a, a question just like this, and I appreciate you sending me the email. Uh, this is confusing about the trust is a family member did not appoint me. No. I thought one of the strong points about the trust is a family member um, did not appoint. It, the trust is a family member did not appoint me trustee, and I did not appoint myself. You're right. That's exactly the way it is. That thing is strictly for the banks, okay? And it works. It works very good. The true trust document is the one that's in your binders. If anybody would give you a hassle about that, you simply close that bank account. But we, we need that you need that bank account for the uh, for the RV. Okay, this is confusing. Now I hope that cleared it up for you. That, that it's only a document created for the banker. It is a living trust. There is no problem with that. It, it has all the certifications. It is a true trust, and and it really says nothing different than what the big documents say. So it's just a smaller version used for documents. A lot of times with my with my corporations and my LLCs, my business corporations and LLCs, we would we would create documents just for certain purposes, okay? And that's all we've done here. We've used that to create a document strictly for the bankers. So don't get don't get all confused about it. Um, uh, Hampton Miles is still the official creator of the of your real trust, and um, um, so in, in that sense of the word, he created the trust. You created your program by by turning in your application, okay? Michael, when I got the original program in 2011, Hampton Miles created the trust, appointed me trustee. I then got the amended version. Okay, it's not the amended version of the trust. That's just strictly the amended version uh, or the living trust document for the bankers. I hope that makes sense. Now, why did you change this, blah, blah, blah? If you still have any, any questions about it, send me an email and I'll answer it on email for you. It's very simple. We had to do this to get the Canadian bankers um, to open accounts for our clients. They didn't know anything about an LLC. Some of them knew a little bit about it. They didn't even know that it was approved in Canada. So we had to do something to help our Canadian clients. Michael, I heard on 11-9 phone conference call, you said we cannot use the same website or amend to amend or file a UCC lien. Uh, we are now forced to go through a company. No, you're not. Don't go through a company. They'll charge you money. This one costs $31 or something like that. Can you please send me the new instructions for filing or amending a UCC lien? Yes, I've got the address for you. In your documents, uh, send me an email. Say I need the address for the, uh, for the um, UCC lien, and we'll, we'll send it right to you. 
um, or if you want an amendment. The, um, um, there is a phone number with it that you can call them and, and ask them about amending something. They will have to send you. You can, you can always do an amendment. You just take a blank piece of typing paper and, and uh, tell them what, you want to, what the changes will be and tell them your, your confirmation number uh, on your UCC lien, and they'll do it for you. Um, that will link the two together. Um, so anyway, that's all. send me if you need if you want that address, just send me a uh, an email. Mike, I need the address for the UCC lien. They they don't they're not online anymore. There's a company that'll do it for you, but I've heard it's three hundred dollars or three fifty or something. Okay, let me continue here, and then I'll get back to the um, the others. Um, let's see. I will be receiving a small inheritance soon, and I'm wondering if I need to do anything when I put it into my trust besides a minute order. And I'm not sure if it is a B6 or B2. Okay, an inheritance. That is is included in our trust indenture and includes inheritance. Uh, and that's, that is potential personal property of yours. But I would do it in uh, um, Schedule B5. Uh, no, it's in your name, so Schedule B4, which is um, equity transfer. I mean, let me think. Let me think. Just yeah, just do a minute order. You don't have to. You don't have to put it in either one, and then just put it in your bank account. How do they think about it? That's all you have to do with an inheritance. When the check comes to you, yeah, I would put it in uh, schedule schedule B four, um, and just write a little minute order and just put inheritance from and um, put the name of the relative that left you the money and whatever it would be. Schedule B four, which is um, recorded um, schedule B four. Um, it's about recorded uh, documents such as stocks, bonds, and this would be recorded too because it would be in your name. Okay. Um, let's see. I want to make sure I have this correct in purchasing a car. I would pay for it out of the trust or LLC. Which one? However, I assume the car would be in my name, but I would assign the vehicle in the vehicle equity transfer. Is that correct? Um, send me an email. Say, Mike, I needed to know. By, about the car, putting my protecting my car through Trust One. Uh, right now, the latest one is Schedule uh, B3, and, and that's a it's a form. See, so you don't want your vehicle into into the trust or the corporation or the LLC. High liability item, and you could lose everything in whichever entity you had it in. So we simply, and, and not only that, you can't even protect it with the UCC lien because they are registered by each state or province. Maybe I'm, I would think they are in Canada because I've seen Alberta license plates and I think I have Ontario license plates, etc. So you want to protect your vehicles in that manner. Um, mine I always purchase in my own name. Um, I am the title owner and then I take down the... Uh, you, if you need Schedule B3 vehicle um, vehicle equity protection you want your trust one to put a lien on it. We've got everything prepared for you. All you have to do is put in the vehicle year, make, model, VIN, and you're all set. Okay. If you don't have that, send me an email and we'll send it right out to you. We still have a mortgage on our home. We did a quick claim deed and put it in our trust. Do we need that notarized or just do a minute order on it? I would do a minute order on it, and, and it wouldn't hurt to, uh, well, you, you keep the paperwork. I would, I would scan it in, into a file and keep that in your trust, too. Print it out. Keep it in your trust so that you've got it. But just a simple minute order is fine, stating the fact and the date and, and that you transferred the, uh, you did the, uh, you did the, 
um, quickly, etc., etc. Okay, it's a good point. Good point. Okay, how do I get started with this STS program? I haven't got a clue how how this works. Well, you got uh, you know it's part of what the learning process is. First time you threw a bowling ball, you probably were all over the all over the place or you try to play tennis or anything else. And if everything in life's a learning process. So uh, I know you don't have a clue because you haven't listened to the call before. Or if you have, you're just starting to learn, okay? So um, you get started by simply sending us a, a, an application. If you don't have an application, send me an email and we'll send you an application, okay? And um, um, keep listening. To, if, if you start the trust and you don't listen to this call, for uh, the next two to three months at a minimum, shame on you, okay? This is how you're going to learn. Plus, when you get your documents in four to six weeks, just, just accept the fact that the minute you submit your completed application, your assets are protected. All you got to worry about until you get your documents. When you get your documents, you'll go through the through each, both trusts and the LLC, or well, in Canada it would be the, uh, your Canadian. Um, you'll go through, you'll, you'll get the corporation, and uh, uh, that's the start of the learning process. We've got a spiral binder in, in with your documents that uh, shows you step-by-step step how to start your program, how to, get, how to, how to um, activate your program, rather. Okay? So accept the fact you don't know right now. You're going to learn. Some, my answering some of your questions is going to help. Is Ed Gilmore the Canadian contact? Yes, he is. How do I get a hold of him? Once you get your program started, we'll, we'll give you the information you need. We've given information out before willy-nilly, and people just bother him, asking him all kinds of questions. He's just a tax man. You, uh, once you start your program, then he will accept you as a client. He works with us on that basis, okay? Is he the one I would contact to get started? Well, no. You've contacted me. I, his company is separate from my company here. My company is its not my company. I'm just the executive trustee. Of, of the trust, and I am the manager of Master's Protection Group, okay? Where is the trust account located? Wherever you want. You put it in whatever bank account you want to put it in. Is it a bank account or what? Yes, it is. You'll start a bank account. Is it with my bank or what? It can be with whatever bank you want. You can have it in a bank separate from your bank because you don't own it anymore, okay? It's not yours. It's something that you would be the trust appointed trustee and you will be the appointed manager, okay? But it's not yours per se, unless you want to lose it all in a lawsuit, then you tell them it's yours. The whole purpose of what the super wealthy do is to give up ownership, maintain control, okay? Uh, how do I pay my bills and get money out of this trust account? You set up the trust. You set it, once you've started your program, you set up a, a trust checking account, and you set up a, a Canadian Corporation bank account. And you uh, you only can pay bills that are that are... Associated with the trust, with the with the uh, trust. Okay, you can't pay personal bills out of it, um, but you can get money out of it. You can take uh, you get a salary as a manager or a trustee, whichever you want. Um, you can get or get money out through a K-1 distribution. You can uh, do a lot of different things to get money out of it. Uh, that's why there's several thousand clients we've got. They uh, they um, they like the program so well. You're in total. You'll be in total control of it. You'll take money and you'll learn. Don't be so uh, anxious here when you haven't haven't you just now learn you're just now learning about it. Start at the beginning. Just keep living your life the way you are right now. Okay. I presently have money going into and coming out of my bank accounts. How does this work with a trust account? Okay. You keep your personal bank account. You don't change that. 
Um, they know you need groceries and clothing and personal items, so you're going to need a personal bank account, okay, for your regular um, everyday monthly expenses, okay? Um, and, and keep in mind, more than the trust account, you're going to pay, pay uh, you're going to start running your life through the corporate account, okay? Uh, I have many different assets, such as bank savings and checkings, bank accounts, investments that are in a variety of different investments with my financial advisor, accountants such as RRSP, Lira, stocks, mutual funds, money, invested in, okay, that's fine. You do every, keep doing everything just the way you're doing it now. The only difference is you're going to protect the equity of those accounts, which are not protected right now. Anybody can come in and you'll be flat broke inside of a, uh, a week. Um, but once you start, especially this day and age, um, um, let's see, money that is loaned out to private firms where I charge them interest for a certain amount of time, I get this interest. That's fine. We've got clients that, that go through that. We've got clients that are, their estates are about $100 million and uh, a few of those. But most of our people are, are business people and, and workers, construction, nurses, mechanics. Um, but it works for all of them. That's the beauty of it. This is what the super wealthy use. And by super wealthy, I'm not even... Um, Bill Gates and, and Buffett, all they're not even in that category, okay? They're not even in that category. So if you're up with Buffett and Bill Gates and them, you're still not in the, in the category of the super wealthy. But, but we, we help. Uh, we use the same rules they use, and, and we protect it all our clients. Uh, once this trust is set up, can you move in new investments into the trust? Sure you can. Remember one thing. In real estate, it is... Um, Location, location, location. In asset protection, impenetrable asset protection, it is separation, separation, separation. You're going to have a series of entities that you don't own, but you control every nickel. And by the way, you can dissolve the trust anytime you would want out of it. There will be, probably be tax consequences, but uh, you can dissolve it. You're not locked into it for the rest of your life, but you, you better be locked into it for the rest of your life. You better make that determination prior to even starting the program because there's no better way in the world to do this. Believe me, if the super wealthy created this for their benefit and you can have the same thing they've got, this is not Mike Clark's program. This program has just uncovered what the super wealthy did, all the laws that, that back up what they do. Okay, this isn't, my comp this isn't my program. Can you move investments out of the trust? Of course you can. It's yours to do with as you please. You run it just as your other businesses are... The only difference is right now you're running your businesses and your investments and everything, and you're the owner. So it might be through a corporation, but you're still the owner as the shareholder. So I can take every nickel you've got right now. All you have to do is run into the back of my car and, uh, you know, get on some black ice or something. And, and not that you're not a careful driver, but all of a sudden you see yourself gliding, sliding rather, at about 30 miles an hour into the rear of a car. And that's the number one cause of paraplegics and quadriplegics with adults and children, and all of a sudden you created a quadriplegic, uh, um, and the starting point is $12 million. That's where they start the, the, the bidding at, to how much you're going to owe to pay for that quadriplegic. But that's worst-case scenario probably. But um, all I'm saying is every smart business person realizes now, especially after coming on these calls, realizes the value and the power of, of not owning anything, but not owning anything properly, okay? Um, 
can you move investments out of the trust? Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. You're the trustee. You have total control of the of the trust and all of the assets in the trust. You can buy, you can sell, you can loan, you can do different things. At the present time, some of my investments are both in my wife's and my name. Would I open a trust for that and a separate trust for the investments that are only in my name and a separate trust for the investments that are only in her name? We do that with a lot of people. They want to separate their assets, and, and for the sake of, uh, of uh, when they pass, and they may have, may have, you may have had children by a previous marriage or something, she may have, uh, you want to keep them separate and, and put them into your own, give them to the people that you want, and, her, and then you, uh, you can both, um, um, you can have, you can have in, in your own, Corporations, you can have things that you have in your, both your names and give them to whoever it is you want, okay? And let's see. If my wife and my name are on investments and bank accounts and she does not want to be in a trust, can you move only a portion of, to the trust? Yes, or you can put your portion in there. You create your program. She will have nothing to do with it. Um, you'll be the 100% certificate holder or the beneficiary of your program. But um, you'll want her to learn about this, really. Um, you'll, you'll want, she'll want her, the more she knows about this, the more she will um, quickly start her own program. She can, she can lose every dime that she's got. People get a little bit of money under their belt, and they, uh, they think they're kind of, you know, hot shots. Not that your wife does. I'm just making an analogy here. And uh, so they don't think that they, that they need any other protection, you know. Um, believe me, you do this day and age, especially this day and age. You know, it's kind of like the guy that um, kept going around and around. He had a, has a very important um, meeting, and he can't find a parking place. He keeps going around and around, and finally he just stops, and he says, God, I need your help bad. He said, if you'll help me get a, get a parking place here real quick, I'll stop drinking. I'll stop using bad language. Um, I'll... I'll do all that, and then about that time, almost miraculously, a, a parking place opens up right at the front row. And he says, "Oh, never mind, God." He says, "I found one myself." You know, don't think you can do it on your own. That's all of the successful, very successful people I know, uh, all of them. And I've got quite a few businesses in and around the Chicago area. They've, they've for the most part, all been very successful. Steel erection company. Uh, brokerage firm with uh, we do estate planning financial planning but my number one business now is the STS program so don't trust yourself in this you don't know enough about asset protection you would be a you'd be like a nice low-hanging plum on a tree uh, if somebody had a reason to sue you and they will and sooner or later somebody's gonna come after you and then the key is are you prepared do you own nothing or do you have because they'll go on computer I can hire an asset investigator all I need your name and I'll go on a computer, and within a few, within within a couple of days, and for a few hundred dollars, I'll know every piece of real property, every business, because everything's linked to your SIN. Everything's linked together in one way or another. This day and age, 20 years ago, couldn't do it, but this day and age, we can. I'll, I'll know every bank account, how much is in them. I'll know every credit card you've got, uh, limits and balances. I'll know all about your mortgage. I'll, and um, if a person, you know, if you have become some somewhat successful as you have um, it appears you have and your wife as well you don't want to give that all up just for a lousy car accident or or 
CRA coming after you for no reason and they decide to freeze everything you've got. My friend, it is, uh, we've got people from every walk of life that once they learn about this and they realize what what really is going on out there in the world today, they, they can't start it fast enough, okay? They can't start their program fast enough. And the minute we receive your application, as I said, the minute we receive it, the instant we receive it, you are protected. All of your assets are protected. If your wife doesn't want to do it, uh, I would strongly re- I would strongly recommend naturally. And it's not going to make a difference in my life whether you start the program or not. Um, we've got a lot of people starting programs every day now. Now that they're st- just starting to get you get you know find out what it is, and uh, be more than happy to help you. But uh, if that's the case, then just send me another email and say, Mike, I want to see the app. I want I want the application and and uh, Blah, blah, blah. So, with that being said, my friends, we are at the bewitching hour once again. It is um, 9.30 East Coast, 6.30 West Coast, and everything in between. And I will, uh, God bless bless each one of you, and thank you for taking the time to come on the program tonight. Uh, Let me see. Let me get back to it here. Let me see if we've got any last minute questions. Funds that were placed in trust after tax is black and white and related to what the law says. It's black and white and related to what the law says. You're absolutely right. Um, we, we, but see, here's the point. If you can get in priority position and get ahead of the, uh, ahead of the uh, statutory laws, you're not, you're not obligated by them anymore. Okay? You have to pay your taxes. Yeah, you have to pay those according to. But I'm just saying that you want to get that lien on and be in priority position. Have a lien in front of the CRA. Have a lien in front of your creditors. Have the lien put on in front of the, uh, that possible car accident or whatever. So no matter what happens, you're in priority position and nobody can come after you. Um, yes, Dave, you're right. Best to ask your accountant. Best to ask Ed Gilmore if you're in Canada. Best to ask Bill Kelly if you're in the U.S. Um, accountant hasn't read the tax code. You, you, boy, you're right there. Uh, sooner or better than later. Sooner or better than later for the RV. That's right. You do not want, Uncle oh, Sam, you do not want, if you've got currency, you do not want an RV to happen while you own currency in your name. And and I don't care how fast you do it, after the RV, it will always be linked to your name, always. You want it before the RV. That way when, you, uh, when it RVs, it RVs in the name of your trust rather than you. Okay. I should say accountants don't read the tax code. Probably right. Let's see. Guest state revenue is gross funds of a business before expenses. Correct. Plus, um, U.S. I should say accountants. Uh, does that mean you're in the U.S.? I guess. Okay. Um, that's okay. We got we we got somebody. There's nobody that my email address. There you go. Thank you. Boy. Jeanette, you and Hildy take care of me. Hildy, for those of us in Canada who have had, to, who have had this program for a few years, uh, do we get a new corp or should we contact contact you and you set it up? Yeah, we'll set it up for you. That We were letting other people set, and they made so many mistakes, um, and we had to redo it anyway. So now just contact us. I think, I'm not positive, but I think it's 585 or 6, I think it's 685 to do a corp a numbered corp in, in most provinces. Um, and if you, if you think that's high, go to an attorney there in Canada and ask them how much to set up a corp for you, which includes the uh, 
BIN, which includes uh, getting the trust number. Um, by the way, Hildy, have you ever got your um, your trust number yet? Uh, I still have not received the trust number application and sample. You know, you haven't. Okay, I'll check with the fellow I've got doing that. Donaldson, I own. No there you are. I haven't heard from you for a while. I, I own nothing, but not properly. I didn't hang up on its own. Okay, good to hear from you again, brother. Uh, okay, I don't know email. Thank you, Michael. Uh, thank you, Rita, for you and David. Uh, you've been great friends for a long time now, and I, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's 385 and, and just to file it, and we take care of all of the other um, ancillary documents with that off. So we, we have to have a, time, a little time in there for us doing it and paying the people to, to get this done. Um, send off second app yesterday. Okay, wow, that is terrible. But no, no worse in the U.S. Uh, the U.S. is just as bad when you come to IRS and stuff. But, um, yeah, if we're going to do it for you, we, we we can't do it for nothing, but we'll still do it for you a lot. If you want to go on, on board and do your own, but I won't be, I won't hold myself as trustee and put my neck on the line if somebody else does it, and I hope you can appreciate that. So with that, God bless everybody. Thank you for letting me share these things with you again tonight. It's always my pleasure and my honor. And uh, see you next week. Um, I might have $1,000 penalty for what? For who? Me or somebody else? Um, $1,000 penalty for what? Um, anyway, you know what? Send it to me in an email tonight because I've got another um, obligation tonight and I've got to get it taken care of. Uh, call with some other people and a um, uh, group. So with that, God bless. Good night. I said it again. Yeah, email me. And have a wonderful week. See you here next Monday. Same time, same station. Bring a friend or two or a family member and let them learn the benefits. Don't let them get their get their neck chopped off uh, because they, they weren't aware of what's out there to protect them. It's a cheap, cheap price. Um, yeah, I know it's cheap, yeah. All right, talk to you later next Monday. Everybody have a wonderful and safe week. Good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.